broken man, but not a broken man. Compromise versus sacrifice. Who knows the song? So Hans is coming with a question this morning. Yes. Well, it's something that uh, I know is is one of the main distinctions in your work. And uh, I think it's a great starting point to explore, which is compromise versus sacrifice. And last time I asked, what's the difference? Or when we were talking about it, you said, well, you could, you could feel it. You can feel it when you've been compromising and you feel when it's a sacrifice. And then I was thinking, well, if it's a feeling, one could argue that the feeling is the result of something. You know, The feeling is the result of compromising or the feeling is the result of sacrificing. So it doesn't bring me any closer to understanding what is a compromise and what is a sacrifice and why is the one bad and the other one good. Well, I don't know if I would put the labels bad and good on it, but honor is, the, the feeling I call honor is such a high value. And I'm not talking about whether an individual out there would say it's on their list of values or not. I'm talking about the actual feeling, um, which is like, it, it's the equivalent of confirmation from your heart that you're on the right path mm -hmm. okay so it's such a high value that to make a choice that takes that away and gives you the opposite feeling of weakness and doubt and guilt and so forth um it, it's it impacts all the rest of your values and your life so much that to make a choice that compromises your honor leaves you suffering and in a lot of ways without power and so uh so the feeling of honor is such a high value in practical terms that uh that i say you can that you can gauge whether you've compromised by how you feel mm -hmm. and so the difference to me you can feel the difference between compromise and sacrifice because sacrifice I would say properly done or a real sacrifice is going to leave you with a feeling of honor. Whereas uh, compromise is going to leave you with the opposite. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I'm going back to very practical examples for me and I, I can see that makes sense. Bring up an example. <laughs> All right. I, I, I told you yesterday I made a commitment. And uh, and I instantly felt, yes, this is right. And, and so I'm assuming that's the feeling of honor. And it's this. Uh, <laughs> for all intents and purposes, one could say that I'm way more. For me, we're living together. <laughs> And for me, the, the, the orderliness and the cleanliness of the space is way more important than for you. And so um, I get irritated by certain things and then I nag <laughs> about it. And after a while, you know, because you're attuned to it, we get to some place where, okay, it is, it's more in the way of what I 
what I like and it's cleaner and I will make a progress this way. And uh, that's great and fantastic. And yesterday I realized, um, so I've been kind of in a way tolerating, I would say, I've been tolerating in a way and then still bringing it and in a way compromising. I'm trying to meet you in the middle because it's never really like, <laughs> it's not as I... Well, really it. tolerating is compromise. Yes. Yeah. Or I didn't tolerate and then I said it, but it's still a compromise. And yesterday I said, or I could, I could feel I'm going to add on to it. My being around Michael is so important in what I'm trying to create in my life, which is I want to be this entrepreneur, this businessman. There is no better way for me to learn than to be around you. Okay. So if, if I, if I, if we don't live together, you know, it's not going to be as good. So I'm saying in the light of that, you know, I will, you know, whatever's, whatever, like, cause I see he's already making a, an effort, whatever's left, you know, that's not in line with what I want. I will do it. I will do the dishes. I will sweep the floors. I will do that and I will make it clean. And when I do it, I'll do it because I want to be this great entrepreneur. Mm. So I'm sacrificing. Am I sacrificing? I'm sacrificing time to clean it up. I'm sacrificing, uh, yeah, effort focus there mm. because I want to be around you for that greater goal. Mm. And I don't know, <laughs> but that I felt instantly, okay, this is, that's powerful. That's mm. a powerful decision for me to make. Mm. Then I was debating, should I share it with you or not? But since you brought it up this morning, now I share it. Mm. Yesterday I didn't. Because mm. now he has the freedom to. <laughs> <laughs> well, you, so you felt more powerful than if you were tolerating. Yes. That's a clear physical distinction that you yeah. can determine. Um, but you that, that I say was a sacrifice. What you did was said, you said, me learning business is more important than uh, him doing everything the way, exactly the way I want and whatever. Yes. Does that make sense? Yeah. And uh, so I, when I'm teaching compromise versus sacrifice, I use, and especially when I'm doing it in, uh, in America, I use a baseball analogy, American baseball. And uh, so when someone's up to bat, you know, and someone else is on base, um, you know, let's say I'm up to bat and I might hit the ball up intentionally and then it's pretty sure someone's going to catch it and I'll be out. So that's going to affect my statistics negatively. It's going to make me look like yes. worse of a baseball player, all of this. But the idea is that the guy on base gets to advance and hopefully score a run and move the team towards victory. So, um, yes. it's a choice. It's a conscious choice to give up something, but to, but to serve the thing that's more important. Mm -hmm. And, um, so that would be a sacrifice. And what the two have in common is both of them are compromise and sacrifice are giving up something important to you. But, uh, with compromise, you're left with less, a feeling of loss. And with sacrifice, you're you're giving some, up something important for something even more important. And what you're essentially doing is you're, you're it's actually a way of saying what's more important to you. Mm -hmm. 
it's you know um, in the Bible when they they would give these they would sacrifice an animal on the altar um, to God. It's a way of saying God or our relationship, our devotion is it's a way of saying how important it is. We'll mm-hmm. give up one of our animals to say this as a way of saying what's more important. So the act is funny because with friends we have also a baseball analogy and it is in, in women with women and it is also a sacrifice it's <laughs> there's many ways to say that but it's when when you go out and you're with with two friends and there are two women and one is nice and the other is not and the friend is with the nice girl and the other takes <laughs> the other girl and you can say lean into the pitch <laughs> Lean into the pitch. Lean into the pitch is the same thing. Not when you hit it up, but you you lean in so it hits you. Uh-huh. So it's uh-huh. a foul ball, you know. So you get a you get to walk. Well, it's not a foul ball, but yeah, you get how to, you call it. You yeah. get to go to. The... You get to, but you, you like it hurts you, you know. Uh-huh. <laughs> so it's uh-huh. lean into the pitch, uh-huh. and it's a sacrifice. So right. You, you, you right. Go, you go with your. Yeah. Uh, so what so you're nice saying thing. in that moment is that brotherhood. Yes. Um, is more important than my personal desires for that evening. Yes. So, so let me, let me push you a little bit more to try to understand this then. It seems like the action of the compromise or the sacrifice on the outward seems completely the same. And the difference is a mere how you, how you interpret that, how you stand with that action, what your intention is with that action. It seems like the difference between sacrifice and compromise is is the way also you frame this? What's happening right now? One hundred percent. Okay. Yeah. So imagine uh, a mother with her child, and um, you know, I don't know, her child screaming or whatever needs her attention. Is trying to get her attention. She can go give attention to the child, feeling resentment and feeling obligation and reluctant, and she's suffering inside. It's a compromise. Mm. Or she could say, you know what? Yeah, I wanted my peace or my focus right now, but this is my son, mm-hmm. you know? I'm going to go and just give him some, just devote some time to him because he's so important to me. Now I'm saying, you, you can say it in a bunch of different ways. Right. But you can make it a sacrifice. And and then even when I was saying that, my heart, I felt my heart, you know? By, by presencing honor. Yes, but but remember, honor is it's making the stand. Yes, right. So remembering your stance, Brandon's is saying honor. Yes, yes, and you you know, again, I use the barometer of how I feel to even know if I properly took a stand. Right. So right, um, right. Yes, and if you feel like you've been you you compromising, it's not like you you not have to say, oh, that was a compromise. And I should have a, a sacrifice. What you could say is like, it, it, it feels like a compromise. And so, wait a minute, a whole lot. And I'm going to presence on it. I'm going to remember my stand or I'm going to take a stand. Yes. And then same action is going to feel completely different. Yes. Me sweeping the floor, doing your dishes yes. before is like that motherfucker. <laughs> yes. And now it's like... I'm working on my, I'm being, becoming a better businessman. Yes. Okay. Yes. That makes complete sense. Or you could, you could, uh, I mean, what you're placing as a higher value is, 
hundred percent up to you. Yes. You, know, you could say, um, I'm giving this time to learn mastery. Like I'm giving like, um, or yes. to just give to me Yes. or whatever to serve the brotherhood or be, be peaceful in the face of adversity. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I, th- this is, this is so, this is so powerful because it's really comes down to if you feel like it doesn't feel right, you're compromising. The difference is if you want to make it into a sacrifice, you make a stand, just make a stand mm. right there. And then you could change it. You mm. could change the way you feel about it right there. And then by making a stand. Yes. That's great. That's so powerful. I, it was never that clear to me that yeah. it's, that it's well, I say, just that. I say compromise kills mm-hmm. because we get in the habit of compromise, compromise, compromise. And, you know, without, we even think of it as a positive. We think of compromise as a positive, like in relationship, uh, in marriage, you know, a marriage requires compromise. Both sides give in, you know. Well, maybe marriage, a good marriage might call for sacrifice at times, but compromise kills. Mm-hmm. We suffer and then we, uh, we resent ourselves, we resent the other for the compromise. And so it totally takes our power away. It, we can compromise unconsciously all day long. Mm-hmm. We just kind of give in, give up, um, go along, tolerate. It's usually all of compromise is usually less than conscious. Yes. Making a stand is being deliberate. Yes. That's a very conscious choice in the face of what I feel now. Here's what I'm, here's what I'm making a sacrifice for. That's great. You know, because to me, it's much clearer now that making a stand is the actionable thing to do, you know, because you could say, oh, don't tolerate you. What the fuck does that mean? You know? Don't compromise. Stop compromising. What does it mean? But you can sacrifice. What does that mean? Well, it all means make a stand. Just make a stand. Mm-hmm. You know, and that's the powerful uh, actionable. Seems like such a bad word, but actionable thing. Yes. When you're when when it doesn't feel right, make a stand. Yes. When it feels like a compromise, make a stand. When you feel like you're tolerating, make a stand. When yes. it feels like a sacrifice, you made a stand. Yes. Yes. It's much easier in that way. Now there's alternatives to compromise, I mean, sacrifice. So it's not just one or the other, right? It right. doesn't need to be just this warrior path of sacrifice. Um, and a lot of people, I know my mom, when I would use that word, she had a real reaction to it because she thought of it as like this religious thing. And she felt like she sacrificed too much. But here we go back to compromise, right? right? Did she sacrifice or did she compromise? Now I sacrificed a large part of my freedom, fun, everything in my younger years for my work, for my mission, for my purpose. Um, and at some point it started, you know, there's this, this desire to live and adventure awaken within me. And, um, the sacrifice I ended up making was actually my work, which was about honor, you know, in some ways it was like, I'm going to give all that up. And I'm going to stand for myself, my joy, my adventure, my fun, my And walk this dishonorable path for the next decade. Dishonorably, <laughs> yes. Yeah. 
and, and you know, I mean, it, but, and I make a big distinction between honor as a feeling and honorable. Honorable says something about the person who's honoring you or not, right? So yeah, in the face of it not looking honorable to other people, I stood for it right. and I had my honor, right? Right. And this is this is another big distinction because a lot of people are doing what they think is honorable, what they think they might or might not be honored for. Right. And this often is a lot more about image and acceptance than it is about honor. Exactly. I mean, you go back to the feeling. It's your own feeling is going to tell you if you if you if you presence honor for yourself. Yes. yes. Hmm. I I mean, there, I see now how clearly the rest is is you could say mere semantics. You know how you define it. Is really how you define it. But to make a stand, to make a stand, that is to me the very practical way forward for anyone who's, who, it doesn't feel right. Yes. You don't even have to say it's a compromise or a sack or whatever. It doesn't feel right. What do I do? You make a stand. Yes. And you could say, you know, like we say, no tolerating. Well, if you choose not to tolerate, that in a way also is making a stand, mm -hmm. right? So, but it it is, you know, if you're not to taking a stand yet, just saying no, because you can feel when you're tolerating because you feel it feels right. a compromise, right? You feel you're 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 suffering inside. You're conflicted. You're feeling like maybe resentment or right. something like this. It's often the first step. What is that movie where the guy is speaking into the camera and he says, first you have to get angry," you know? I'm angry and I won't have it no more. I won't take this no more. <laughs> yes, yes. You know, that's the stop and yeah, the tolerate. Yeah, he's taking a stand. Yes. Yes. That's the, for many people, that's the first stop, step because we've been compromising so much and like... Yeah, it's a, it's a great clip and yeah. it's from an old movie. Um, and he, I, I think he goes and yells out the window. Yes. I'm angry as hell and, and I'm not going to take it, it anymore. anymore. Yes. <laughs> yeah. And then everybody's uh, yes. rallying with him. Well, in that way, you know, I talk about anger as one of the key like inner forces mm. that's a positive force to guide you because what it is is self-respect. It's like I'm not going to tolerate. It also means I'm not going to betray myself anymore. Right. I'm not going to betray myself anymore. No. And it's that feeling of no. And that's great. And you're yes. not, it's not, and, and, and there's often honor with the no. Yes. I'm standing for myself. No. Right. That, it's that, not yet a yes to something, but right. at least it's a no. But even earlier, because that could be the expression of the anger. But imagine that you look at anger as your body telling you, you've been compromising, motherfucker. Or you're... You're about to, or someone's going to violate you. Yes. Warning, warning, say no, defend right. yourself. Right, 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 right. Like you might not have done it yet, but. So if you read, if you define it like that, I think it's a beautiful thing. The anger that you feel is your body telling you've been disrespecting yourself. You've been and not honoring your own, your own self. Do something about it. That's beautiful. Yes, but not to be confused with, um, let's say judgment of another or something like this, where we often don't feel powerful enough to say our no until we're also judging the other, like right. resenting the other. And if we're resenting the other, what we may be blind to is that we're resenting ourselves, And we've been resenting ourselves for so long right. that finally, 
if we can put it on the other. Finally, finally, we feel powerful enough to do it. The key is to act for yourself before it gets to that, mm -hmm. before it gets to judgment. Like before you've been tolerating for so long that you're blaming the other for your suffering. That's, that's, uh, in, that's not the most powerful place to come from um, because you're really destroying yes. your power to create. So, or you um, could see it in a more positive way when you are judging the other. Realize that you've been going too far. You've not answered to, you've not answered the emotion of the anger. You know, you've been tolerating and you've been starting to judge. You're already very far down the path of of not honoring your own yes, desires. Yes. And the if we can come back to the honor window, uh, we we did the honor window with your group on Sunday, on a Zoom call. Um, and in, underneath that first quadrant, you can really get to on, honor, desire, honor, desire, and anger. They're all, they're all, they all have wisdom there. And in the beginning, I would just go to honor, like how you've been judging the other person is the beginning of the gateway to see what they're standing for. Mm -hmm. It's the beginning of the gateway to honor, to right. represence honor. Um, but some years after it was first developed, we were in Australia, we were in an eye stand and, uh, Oh, you know, my buddy who, um, was also becoming a, like a teacher for me and, and, and in me, remember I'm, I'm sharing now personal stories, which I don't even know if I shared the, that day he walked into my office and, and asked me like, what does Michael want for Michael? You know, like not all honor and vision. Like what about, you, man, like you are worth something. He was making a stand for me. And, uh, and he really just kept affirming like my desire to be alive, to, to, to have my own desires. And so his, his whole thing was in a way it was on this powerful force of desire. Um, but we were in this ice stand and he, he wanted to come and share something in front of the group with everyone. And this is not how I do the I stand. Like the people who are on the assisting team don't come and like start teaching something new. But, um, he felt so strongly about it. And I also wanted to honor him as, as a teacher and I, and I, that I let him, um, and then the whole thing went into chaos, but, <laughs> but, uh, but it was brilliant what he said, because underneath, every, let's say I'm, you know, um, underneath every way that you're judging me, if we come back to the dishes or something else, is a desire that you have. Mm -hmm. And what if you could, instead of going to the judgment, really connect to your desire mm -hmm. for the beauty, for the clean space. If you connect deeply with it, you can just act in from that, right? You can serve the beauty, whether that's a conversation to me, right. to, to, to show me this, a beautiful vision and, and, or to get so into it yourself that you just want to clean from that desire, you know, but, but also, you know, we learn judgment as we're much younger and we, we learn to shut down our desire. Mm -hmm. We couldn't tell our mom what we, we, we want to feel her love better. We want to be hugged or mm -hmm. we want, we desire this, we desire that. We learn to shut it down and then we cover it up with judgment. That's interesting. Like, why is that? But and maybe you can answer it, but what I see in this, that's what I feel is important 
to to me, to anyone listening, is that what I see now is that the anger that you feel, the compromise that you feel, the tolerating that you feel, the judgments that you feel are incredible, powerful gateways to to something different. Yes. You know, it's not There's bad. Something much more powerful yeah. and beautiful. It's not bad. It's not bad that you have that. It's great you know, if you're attuned to it. Like, uh, we may have a, a tendency to judge that even, you know, to judge yes. the anger, to judge, the, oh, yes. I'm judging, yes. you know, to judge the, oh, fuck, I've been compromised and talk. No. Which can put you deeper in the hole. Yes. But imagine that you see, okay, wow, you're aware of it now. <gasps> this is the gateway, you know, this is the gateway from judgment, say, to it's a, desire. It's a call. Yeah. See, it's a call. Your body with anger is saying, hey, do something about it. It's a gateway from judgment to say desire. Yes. It's a gateway from compromise, say to sacrifice. Yes. You know, so it's it's a very powerful, pivotal point that don't judge it further. Yes, you know, that, well, I see a very it, practical uh, thing in that. And a lot of men they judge their feelings. They judge, you know, oh, I'm feeling, I'm starting to feel something, and and they and they they don't have any strength with that or mastery of that so it's it's scary right if they feel something strong enough they could do something violent they right could, they could uh, do something crazy whatever um, or they could look emotional they could be judged but these feelings that could there's such an intelligence there yes. that can lead us to being powerful self-leaders leaders and creators in life if we can tune into this and view it as a call yes. to... Well, anger is a, is a great example. Because it's... I argued before that anger is a bigger taboo than sex. You know? Sex is a big taboo. Anger is even bigger. Men are uh, faced with a history of so much violence, you know, are, are judging the feeling. And it's just that. It's a feeling. Yes. It's just that. It's your body saying, hey, you're, yes. not, you're not taking care of something here. Yes. Please take care of it. Yes. There's nothing wrong with it. Yeah. When, when I'm teaching the, the, the courses, I have a theme and it's anger. And it's usually a lot, the most volatile of all. You know, sex is like, uh, and we deal with it, it's okay. Anger is just guys revolt, you know. Mm -hmm. Oh, I don't want to do this or, you know. It's a bigger taboo. Mm -hmm. And it's just great information of your body telling yes. you you're not aligned with something. Yes. And if, you, um, if you're trying to live your life without feeling it it like it likely means you're compromising all over the yes. place you you are not standing up for yourself you don't honor this mm. you don't honor this powerful force to mm. say no mm. to put boundaries to put limits mm -hmm. you know on yourself on authority on her mm -hmm. on your brothers it's such a powerful force and this is the other thing that it was really years, a few years after, you know, O came to that I stand in Australia that I really started exploring a lot more anger in terms of respect and boundaries mm -hmm. because boundaries is not something for me that, I mean, I've, I've, Pretty much always in my life, I've, I've been the no, I'm not going to tolerate, I'm not going to compromise. Mm -hmm. But I didn't really honor boundaries as far as putting boundaries on myself or putting boundaries on other people. Um, and I was working with, I was working with a man, I think I was in Thailand and or Africa, and we were, I was training him in my, to facilitate my work. 
um, over Zoom calls. It was maybe six years ago. And uh, it's teaching him to build a practice, you know, using the work. And, and he, was, he was in a relationship with a woman. And um, he really didn't have facility with his no. Mm-hmm. And what was happening was he would keep disrespecting her, mm-hmm. leading to her disrespecting him. And he wants to blame her because she's, you know, he would, he would be the nice guy, a nice guy, nice guy, nice guy, until she lashed out at him, and and, and oh, until he eventually just lashed out at her is what I mean to say. Um, and what what I really got clear on is the honor window, pointing at the boundaries that he needs to draw, so that one. First and foremost, he's not disrespecting her. You know, like if, because if he's disrespecting her, she's going to do it back. You know, what what has, what has making boundaries to do with not disrespecting her? Or are you saying first, don't disrespect her. And at the same time. So, so the honor really points this out, you know, um, with the judgments. So judging someone in a way is, like what I'm, what I'm talking about, judgment, talking about emotional judgment, right? Yes. Looking down on like, it's that kind of energy. In a way, that is the disrespect. Okay. Right? That is, um, it is a threat. What it has? It is a felt threat okay. to the other. And as they feel that, they're going to return it, which means they're returning the disrespect. Okay. I understand. Judgment. That's on a very subtle level. Once you start feeling that, if I feel, if I'm judging you, I'm going to feel okay about actually disrespecting you with my words or my actions. Yes. What does it have to do with, with your own border control? Because you say them in the same phrase a minute ago. With your own boundaries. Yeah. So, for example, you're on a phone with, let's say, your ex-wife or the, the mother of your, your baby mama, but you guys are not in a relationship and um, she's speaking to you in a disrespectful way. Yes. Okay. And you're starting to get angry. And you're starting to give it back to her. Right. Right. And it's, this is going to escalate. Now, if you're going to leave this situation, like first you need to like, no. Yes, you want to put boundaries on her. But if you're putting boundaries on her and you're also disrespecting her. Right. She's not going to respect okay. you. So you need to have higher boundaries to, for, to prevent yourself from disrespecting her, which could look like, okay, I'm starting to disrespect you. I'm not going to do that. I'm getting off this call. We can talk when there's mutual respect. Say that again, because that seems to fit to bring together the boundary control and the, that goes hand in hand with it. Yeah, so, so I start to notice, oh, I'm starting to speak disrespectful to you. Like, yes. Like this is the mother of my child, right? Yes. I'm not going to do that. This is my boundary. I will not disrespect you. Okay. This is my boundary. And so first of all, because I, and and this is where we come back to like having a higher standard for yourself than your woman has for you. Yes. I'm going to apologize if I violate my own boundaries, uh-huh. I'm sorry, so-and-so, I'm disrespecting you. 
that's not who I am. I, I refuse to do that. I will not disrespect you. And I'm also feeling disrespected. So which um, means if either I, we turn this around right now on this call or we have to talk another time. So what's going on is this. I sense I'm judging you, disrespecting you. I'm, I'm putting a clear border or a boundary. This is, this is, I see that I'm going across a, a border that I don't want to cross, you know? So I'm stopping with that now. I can feel where the border is. It's right here. Yes. Which means I'm not going to go across and instantly means also I will not let you come across that border because then you're disrespecting me. 100%. So in that way, putting my own boundaries for me is also setting the tone of not letting the other disrespect me. Yes. Okay, now it makes sense. Yes. And what a lot of guys might do, well, a lot of times they'll just lash out and react right. to whatever she's saying. And all the reaction is not about what she's saying. It's about the judgment wow. that's there. What's great about this, what's powerful in this is that, again, as being an ally, as being trying to or being the one to save the marriage, the relationship, you can do it by yourself. You start by yourself and not tolerating border control yes. is, a, is a great way, not just saying to her, stop there, yes. but it's saying, I will not cross this because yes. I know I go into territory that I don't like to be in. Yes. So it really starts with you, yes. starts with you presencing honor, starts with you putting control, starts with you answering the, the, the anger that you feel in you and yes. starts with you stopping judging. Stop to sacrifice all of that. So that's very, very powerful, you know. And if she's shaming you, if she's judging you, odds are you've already been crossing that boundary. Yes. You've been disrespecting her. You've been judging yes. her. And so it comes back to you. And it's, it is so powerful because it keeps calling you to a higher level in your, in your growth. And as you lead yourself to the higher level. Yes she's going to follow you. Yes. She's really going to view you as a leader. And she's going to be grateful that you led her from her judgment and negativity and yes. whatever to a higher place of mutual respect mm -hmm. and honor. And how you do it in every situation, I think the shortest mantra is make a stand. Make a stand, you know, to turn your uh, compromise to a sacrifice. Make a stand to turn your judgments into uh, talk about desire, make a stand to have that border to so stop disrespecting the other so they don't yes. disrespect you. Make a stand is really the, the powerful thing to do in every situation when it feels wrong. Yes, and it uh, doesn't need to look like the process we go through in the morning of you know making a stand, but you know, it could be, for example, simply remembering and choosing to like. Pause the conversation right. and say, you know, you know what? I realize I'm judging you and that's not okay with me. And, and who you are for me is, is the mother of my son. And, um, you know, and I'm presencing honor right now as I'm doing it and who I am for you. Right. So it's the presencing honor. Next time I see you with your dirty feet in the sofa, presence, honor, presence, honor. It's true. I'm saying it because I also don't want it to be too serious, but that's what it is. You got to remember your stand. Why are you doing it? You know, Yes. if I remember why we're here in Brazil, you know, flew across the world 
yes. put everything aside. If I remember that, I could deal with anything. Yes. You know? It's remembering your stand. It's remaking that stand. Yeah, the things that we're up to together in business and with the honor work and serving men and relationship is so much bigger mm -hmm. than any little thing you and I might be have friction about. Yes. <laughs> yeah, really. So much bigger. And I feel that, you know, because I, I know what the bigger thing is. But you got to remember it. You got to remember it. You got to remember it, you know. And what's great is the feelings that you have inside can be your guide. They're your call. They're your clue. But the way that we're used to dealing with those feelings yes. leads us to compromise yes. of our integrity, our power, our honor, our self-respect, our vision, everything. Well, in fact, you could say it's a lack of awareness around our feelings that, that is the cause of all this. And being aware of how you feel really is the first step in, in recognizing what's going on for you, what's, what, what's needed to do. Yes. And I'll just say, it's actually the opposite of the way we're trained. Yeah. Most of us, for most of our life, in most contexts, we're trained for compromise, tolerating, obedience, and to go along with stuff that is not okay with us. Yes. That does not line up with our values, disregard, our desires, and our vision. Disregard how you feel. Do as we say. Yes. Wow. It's really revolutionary. Imagine... That the whole world was really supported and trained in honoring their inner guidance. Mm. Imagine the shit we wouldn't put up with as human beings. We walk into the street, rebel, let's go! <laughs> That's great. That's fantastic. I'm, I'm happy we clarified for me compromise versus sacrifice. I see it's in a way semantic difference. And the, the way forward is really making a stand, remembering your stand, taking a stand again. That's what I see is the very powerful. Well, I'm not sure what you mean forward. when you say semantic difference. People often, when they say it's, they say it's just semantics, meaning it's the words are different, but the, it doesn't really matter. Well, the, 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 because it's kind of the opposite of what's true is that, that what we're pointing at really, really matters. Yeah. It's a very fine distinction, but it really fucking matters. Yes. But what I'm saying is that the, the explanation is not in the definition of the words or the, the, the understanding of what to do about it is not in the explanation of the definitions of those two words, but really is in, the, in understanding what it means to make a stand, to presence honor. That's where the, 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 the goal is. And when you get that, then sacrifice versus compromise all of a sudden 100% makes sense. Yes. So anyone out there, if you're looking for a way to get to know honor, to reclaim your honor, to, to, to own it, to have it, to use it as a guide, to have facility and mastery with it, there's a, there's a place you can go. Like You can master the honor work. You can become an honor Jedi. Search out someone named Michael Skye or someone else like Hans Komein who is learning to master it and uh, yes, come to know yourself as powerful in ways you never have before.